Welcome to Weight Loss and Wellness Mastery. I'm your host, Melanie Borbo, formerly Melanie Kinch, and it is my deepest passion to create in you the desire to be the queen of your home and life once again. If you're tired of the weight loss struggle, you know, gaining it, losing it, gaining it, losing it, and you're just sick to death of the thought of another diet, but you want to regain that confidence, you want to feel your best, then you've come to the right place. I can help you. I've got all kinds of strategies and simple tricks and and tips to help you regain that confidence, get the body back that you want, have more energy, and truly become the queen of every area of your home and life. I'm here to help, so stay tuned. Hey, 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 happy Tuesday. Hope you're having a fabulous new start to the week and kids are off at school, at least where I live. Kids are all gone to school today. And speaking of kids, have you ever tried to get an infant to overeat? (laughs) Kind of hard, hey? What do they do? If you keep trying to feed a baby, what do they do? They turn their head away, they spit the food out, and you can't get them to eat, can you? Now there's something we we can all learn from from little kids, from infants, right? Here we try and force feed them. We try and make them eat. And what that does is it sets them up to have weight issues now when they're adults, right? Which is what we're trying to deal with is, you know, losing the weight that we don't want to have. So why is it that kids won't overeat? And I mean, I guess I I don't know this for sure, but they just know that they're full and that's it. They don't, they're not enticed to eat anymore. They just, they know they're full and they stop. So that's kind of what I want to talk to you about today is, is one of the biggest ways to, to gain weight is to overeat. And, and every one of us do this. You know, how many times have you gone out to someone's place and they've had a beautiful meal prepared and you, and you just keep eating and eating and eating and you walk away from that table feeling like you're going to explode. We've all done it. I know it. Um, but I want to talk to you about some, some ways of not doing that because A, you're going to gain weight if you keep overeating. B, it's really bad for your digestion system, right? If you keep overeating, what happens is our digestive systems get taxed and they wear out way too soon. And then you have all kinds of digestive issues, IBS and Crohn's and constipation and bloating. And, you know, all of these things happen because we overtax our digestive system. So. Um, I wanted to talk to you. There's some, some strategies that you can do to help you not overeat. Uh, one of them, one of the really kind of big ones is slowing down when we eat. Now I'm, I'm a really, I'm really working on, um, slowing down when I eat because I've always just eaten really fast, but, but I'm learning that if you chew your food thoroughly you actually have time to put your fork down. Again, this is something I'm still working on, the putting the fork down thing. Um, but really start to slow down your your meal time, right? So rather than grabbing a, a fast food meal and, and scarfing it down as you r- race down the freeway or, or whatever, take your kids to school, your grandkids to the playgroup, whatever it is, um, you want to start to really savor your meals, meaning take a bite, chew it up really well, 
and enjoy it because A, you're going to eat less food if you eat slower and B, you're going to get more nutrition from that food because you're chewing it up more. And the other thing that happens when we start to really savor our food is that it, 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 um, it gives us more nutrition, but it also satisfies us more. So therefore, again, we don't have to eat more and we don't have to go looking for those sweets and those things afterwards. So that's one of, one way that you can start to, you know, not overeat is to slow down, slow down your pace, slow down your chewing, um, you know, make sure everything's chewed up before you swallow it because, hey, remember, you do not have teeth in your stomach. So if you swallow food whole, it takes your body a long time to break that down. But if you chew it all up as it was created, you know, we were created to do, your digestion is going to happen a lot faster. You're going to feel a lot better and you're going to have the energy from that food a lot quicker. So those, and, and, you know, again, with the whole slowing down of food is the bite size. Try and take smaller bites of food because if you put a huge bite of food in your mouth, the natural tendency is to chew it two or three times and swallow the whole thing. And I'm just as guilty. I do this too. So it's like consciously telling myself, no, chew it up, chew it up. And I kind of joke, I've had, you know, some, some issues with my teeth and with my, like biting my, my cheeks, I'll bite them because I have these wisdom teeth that are apparently not doing what they're supposed to be doing in any way. So, but what that has done is, is caused me to really slow down because otherwise I bite my cheeks, right? And that hurts. So I'm think I laugh that I'm thinking maybe that's why I'm having these, these issues is to teach me to slow down. And so don't do what I did. Just, just slow down and maybe you won't have to go through the hard stuff, right? Now, some other things is, is really paying attention to your body because sometimes we can mistake hunger or thirst, I mean, for hunger. Meaning if we haven't drank enough water, we can think, oh my goodness, I'm starving. But that's not usually the case. It's usually that our body is dying or crying out for water. So you want to drink lots and lots of water in between meals. And you've heard me talk about this before. Don't drink water with your meal because you're, di- you're diluting your digestive juices and therefore you're not, your digestion is going to be slower, which is going to, you know, bring on its own issues. But if you drink wa- a lot of water in between meals, you do not have to drink with meals. You should have enough, more than enough saliva, more than enough juices to, to you know, digest that food and to, and to chew that food. So drink lots of water in between and try to get away from drinking with your meals and especially juice or pop. Do not, oh my word, do not drink that stuff. Well, ever. I'm a big believer. You shouldn't even drink that stuff, Um, but do not drink it with your meals because now you're messing with everything because now there's such a high concentration of sugar, even fruit juice, juices, uh, like that you buy. I mean, the ones that you make yourself at least still have some fiber in, but the ones that you buy are so highly processed and pasteurized that all that fiber is typically gone. So it's just sugar. And so when you add all that sugar to a meal, you are causing fermentation to happen inside your stomach. Again, not good. That's where the bloating, the gas and all that stuff happens. Um, so refrain from juice and pop altogether if you can, but especially during drinking time or eating time, pardon me. Now, here's some other things so that you can do to, to limit the amount of food that you eat. So by limiting the number of options served at any meal. So rather than having, you know, 10 different things, 10 different kind of courses or whatever at a meal, 
it has been said to me or taught to me that we should have no more than four or five at any one meal. Um, so, you know, that's your, like your, your potatoes, your protein, your salad, you know, like you shouldn't have three or four salads and you shouldn't have, you know, it's just, it's just too much for our body to, to kind of process all at the same time. Oh, and the other thing about eating slower is that when you eat slower, your brain has time to um, process what it is that you're putting into your body. So all of a sudden now your brain can say, hey, this is, this is complex carbs. This is good. We need this for, right? And then when you, when you put the, when you put the vegetables in, hey, this is, this is really high in this vitamin. This is really high in this mineral. So now our body can utilize it better than if we just scarf it all down and the body goes, whoa, what was that? I have no idea what this stuff is. And then again, it takes longer to, to utilize those nutrients because it takes time for your brain and your body to figure out what you dumped in there, right? Now, you know how some people like to have the salad first or the whatever, and then the next course comes out and then the next course, that form of eating will cause us to overeat every single time because we don't know what's coming. So we, we fill up on the thing that came out first and then the next thing comes out and we're like, oh, I want some of that. I want some of that. So the way to limit the amount that you eat is to have everything out at once, have the dessert sitting out, have the, have everything sitting out so that you or your guests or your family know exactly what's there and you can take, you know, you can take what you want knowing that, oh, okay, this is it. This is all. So, you know, you'll eat accordingly. I promise you it'll help for sure. Um, now smaller amounts of food, like get a smaller plate. If you don't want to overeat, get a smaller plate because we tend to fill up whatever space we have. And you know, this is true because if you, if you buy a bigger house, you fill it up, don't you? You all of a sudden fill your closets, you fill your storage, you fill everything. If you, you know, buy storage units, you tend to fill them up. It's, it's just human nature. Unfortunately, we like to fill things. And so if your plate is smaller, you're going to eat less, but you're going to, you're not going to feel it because you're going to think psychologically, you're going to look at your plate and your plate's going to be full and you're going to be like, okay, excellent. Right. I, I ate enough. I'm good. And the last kind of tip that I want to, that I want to leave you with is as soon as you feel like you're full or satisfied, then leave the table, save the, the meal for another meal. If you have some left over, you know, we've been trained to eat what's on our plate um, not such a good, not such a good way to lose weight is to just eat everything that's on your plate because typically our eyes are bigger than our stomach in the first place. So we pile all this food on. So start by eating, you know, smaller plates, smaller portions, and then pay attention to your body. If you start to feel like, Hey, I'm, I'm really good right now. I feel, I feel good. I feel satisfied. Then that's it. Color, color quits, put the rest in a, in a container and eat it, eat it later, eat it tomorrow. Right. Because this whole eating till we're full and, and completely going to explode is not good for our health at all. Not at all is it good for us. So these are just some tips that you can use to help you from overeating, right? Um, and, and the other thing too is, is, you know, get exercise. Go for a digestive walk after you eat. This is not going to necessarily help you from overeating, but it's definitely going to help that process of digestion start sooner and you're going to feel better. Um, and just to leave you with a little bit of inspiration, these are some, there was a group of, of, uh, people who went through a program called new start. And this is, 
It, it incorporates total vegetarian or vegan diet, physical exercise, stress management, and group support. So these these people went through this, and I just thought this was really interesting. I want to give you some inspiration to show you what is actually possible when you start to make the changes that I'm telling you are important to make. So listen to this. Okay, so this group lost an average amount of 8.8 pounds. Their total cholesterol decreased by 39 points. Their LDL by 27 points. And their triglycerides by 48.4 points. Those with diabetes improved their blood sugar 31%. And this all happened over the course of 18 days. 18 days of eating total vegetarian or vegan, getting regular exercise. So they're eating whole food, plant-based. They're watching their portions. They're not overeating, right? This is what happens in 18 days. See, so we do not have to live a lifetime of unhealthiness, of sickness. Of, we, don't, we don't have to live like that. We just have to make some lifestyle changes, right? Which means watch your food intake, um, eat something new and colorful every day, meaning, and, and as close to the way that God created it as possible. So don't eat the processed food, eat, eat it as close to the way that it was intended as possible. So every day start to incorporate some new fruit, some new vegetable, some new bean, um, some new seeds, right? Every day you can just add, and the more good stuff you put in, the less room you're going to have for the bad stuff. Does that make sense? You're not going to have time. You're not going to have room in your, in your, in your day or your belly for the bad stuff. If you're filling your, if you're filling your day with the good stuff, right? Keep adding those good things in. So that's what I got for you today. I've got to head out and get a bunch of stuff done today. Uh, some errands and stuff. So I've got to run. So this will be a short podcast, but I really, I really believe that you can make a, a significant change and it's not as hard to do as you think it is. I know there's all kinds of hype and hoopla about this, this diet and that diet. And, but you know, you know, by now, if you've listened to me at all, you know that I don't believe in diets at all. I don't, I don't believe that anyone should do a diet because diets are not sustainable. They're not healthy typically. Um, yeah, you may lose weight, but, but you may lose other stuff that's important as well, like muscle, you may lose um, nutrients, right? Like there's so many things that happen inside a diet that are not good for us. But people want the fast, the fast weight loss, the fast pain relief, the fast whatever. And so they, they try all these things. But I'm a big believer that that is not the way to go. That it's lifestyle changes. It's things that that you can do and stick with. And, and that's truly what I hope that you gain from these podcasts is, is little tiny tips that you can take and use every single day for the rest of your life. Because here's the thing, you can't do this for six months and go and then go back to the way you were before and expect to, to be healthy and happy and, and be, you know, the, the weight that you want to be. You're not. I, I promise you. If, you. if you do these things, if you make the lifestyle changes and continue consistently to do this, you will see nothing but improvement, improvement, improvement. But if you do it, if you think you can only do it for, you know, a month or two or six months and go back to the way you were before, you're not, you're not going to, you're not going to get the benefit. And that's why I don't believe in diets. You see, (laughs) Um, they just, they just aren't the healthiest way to go. So um, if you want to know the exact strategies that I used to lose uh, 25 pounds and keep it off for more than 14 years, then go to weightlossandwellnessmastery.com and grab that free report and it'll, it'll guide you through, it'll walk you through how you can do it too. Because you know what? I'm no different than you. The only thing I did was make a commitment 
You know, I started to gain weight and I thought, wait a minute, no way. This is not the way that I want my life to go. This is not how I want to look. This is not how I want to feel. So at that point, I made a decision and I just started to make lifestyle changes. And that little guide has, has, has a story in it. So you can go ahead and grab that at weightlossandwellnessmastery.com. And in the meantime, have an absolutely fantastic day. Take care and God bless.